Funding for The Spark is provided by Capital Blue Cross, focused on creating a healthier future for our communities through innovations like Capital Blue Cross Connect Health and Wellness Centers, which provide in-person services and inspire healthy living. Learn more at CapitalBlueCross.com. The Spark is also supported by UPMC, providing primary and advanced specialty care throughout all of central Pennsylvania and beyond. A list of providers in the area can be found at upmc.com slash findadoc. Welcome back to The Spark. I'm Anaya Falcon. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. was assassinated on April 4th in 1968, but he left a legacy of activism and a powerful dream for a just America. He played a key role in the American civil rights movement by leading people into a world of justice, hope, perseverance, and freedom. The eloquence, passion, and meaning behind his words continue to guide us forward as we strive to become a more perfect union. Joining us on The Spark today to share how they're pushing Martin Luther King's mission forward through art is Sir Dominique Jordan, spoken word artist and hip-hop artist, and Joshua Beltre, engagement specialist of the arts for the city of Lancaster, musician and spoken word artist. Sir Dominique and Joshua, thank you both so much for joining us today. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for having us. So Dominique, tell me a little bit about your childhood and how you gained a passion for creating music and spoken word. Okay. Um, well, for starters, um, big shout out to my mother. Uh, my mother is an educator. Um, she had me at a really, really young age, but has been, a, has been an educator since, you know, I existed in this world. And she was very intentional um, on pushing me to utilize, you know, my love for creativity, my love for writing um, to my advantage, to be able to tell my story. She was very intentional, intentional on sharing with me that if I don't tell my story, someone is going to tell it for me. Hmm. Um, so yeah, that's, that's really where it came from. I've been writing since I was about eight years old, but I'd say more recently started to, you know, really identify as a spoken word artivist. I like to call myself an artivist, utilizing my, you know, creativity to inspire change, social change, economic change, whatever that change might be. Um, so yeah, I've been doing this for quite some time, but, but blessed enough to really be catching some steam and some traction um, to make an impact on a lot of people's lives around my area in the far. You talked a little bit about your story, but tell me, have there been any challenges that you had to overcome throughout your life in order to be the artivist that you are today? Definitely, definitely. Well, you know, for starters, I became an artivist because I followed my mom's footsteps of being an educator. And I realized that, you know, hip hop culture and creative expression should be at the forefront of educating any child or any person because, you know, creativity and art is universal. It's a universal language. So when, you know, there are certain uh, uh, obstacles in your life or there are differences that you may not be too familiar with, it's a lot easier to understand those or reach people where they are when we can meet in the middle with something beautiful, like a good song or a poem or, or some type of art form. Um, but I will say, you know, growing up, I dealt with a lot of mental health challenges, you know, seen a lot of abuse, a lot of, you know, inner city struggles, you know, urban struggles that a lot of people wouldn't really uh, associate with Lancaster City. You know, mm -hmm. a lot of people uh, uh, seem to confuse the two between Lancaster City and Lancaster County. But Lancaster City has some very um, interesting dilemmas, you know, very unique dilemmas that other places may not have. Mm -hmm. um, so I think this is perfect timing for us to be able to talk about this in, in, in regards to MLK Day 
and, and how we can utilize some of those differences to really inspire some change that people have never seen before and keep that dream not just alive, but make sure that it keeps evolving into what it really was meant to in the first place. Yeah. You mentioned some dilemmas that people are facing, people of color in particular, within the Lancaster area. Can you talk to me a little bit more about those? Yeah, for sure. So for starters, you know, um, Lancaster County just got re or Lancaster City, sorry, Lancaster City just got reinstated with the uh, the welcoming city tag, right? Yes. Um, and we're really we're really blessed to be able to have that tag and, and, and very intentional about inviting people from all over the world to have a safe place here in Lancaster City. We see growing up here, though, that that was also a thing. But for the people that were here, that were born and bred here, we didn't really understand that. So if there was already, you know, disenfranchised or marginalized groups here before people came and then there were more marginalized groups brought to here without the resources they needed to be successful. Now we're here at the bottom of the barrel fighting for a way out. Um, and but more recently, I think a lot of, you know, leaders that we have around my area have been at the forefront on, you know, making some real uh, uh, leeway and, and impact on bridging some of those gaps between some of the people that, you know, for myself, you know, I'm, I identify as African-American, but to be transparent, I really don't know where my ancestry is. Hmm. So for people that come here with so much culture that can teach us where we came from, I think it's a beautiful thing. And it took very long for us to start figuring those things out. But again, utilizing music, art, creativity, has been at the forefront of that conversation. And our shout out, big shout out to the city of Lancaster and people like my boy, uh, Joshua Beltre for being at the forefront of that um, that fight and, and, and really investing into the creatives that are around here that are more than just a creative. For some reason, um, professional artists are not held to the same standard as corporate leaders that may make a change in a nonprofit space or in a, in, a, in, a, in a business entity space, you know, but at the end of the day, a lot of people need us more than they realize until we start getting the, the gist of all of this, then we'll be able to understand where our true power lies. So, so like there's a shift happening out here and the shift is being now televised. It's like now everybody's aware of what we're trying to accomplish. So, for the city right now, I, I work for the Department of Neighborhood Engagement, where um, I have two programs that I'm managing. One is called the Neighborhood Art Project, where it's an artist in residency program, where we find artists that have never really had an opportunity, don't really have the tools and the resources to excel in life. And this program will give you the opportunity not only to practice your art, but also you'll be funded to you'll be funded to one organize your project that has to do with neighborhood issues, government issues, um, political stands. And the whole residency is basically how do we mix city government and neighborhood engagement? Why is there a disconnection? So this project is a spe is specifically for artists to get the right resources, get the right tools, learn about financial literacy, learn about everything that they need under their belt as an artist to excel and really go on to the next level and succeed in their art form. Um, and then Love Your Block is another program that I'm, I'm managing where we look for residents in our community to amplify their neighborhoods. So let's say um, a neighborhood is filled with trash. 
we would look for a Dominique Jordan that has a block right program, which is like a cleaning, a neighborhood cleanup program. And we will fund this individual to gather up his local, his neighbors, his local community to now figure out a way to clean up the neighborhood, beautify the, the block, beautify the city, have the city be a part of it so that now everybody in the city knows what's going on. Um, get it on all media platforms, the newspaper, um, local coffee shops, everywhere you can think of. Everybody that gets this project, we will make sure that the whole city knows so that we can get their support. And usually the support is there. Mm -hmm. um, so the city is very special in that regard. Um, how we can open up a business and people come and celebrate us. The mayor will come out, um, city representatives, um, the police working group come out, the fire department comes out. Like the city is very special in that regards um, as far as unity, versat versatility, very diverse. Um, a lot of refugees come to, to Lancaster and strive and become successful because the city has the resources and the tools. Mm -hmm. And willing to use them. Yeah. You know? So, you know, Josh meant, mentioned briefly about our, our BlackRight program over the last whew, two years. Um, I've been uh, doing this BlackRight program. It really stemmed from, you know, seeing the uprising of, of the racial tensions in 2020 as well as, you know, just being quarantined and not really knowing what's up next. Yeah. Um, I was a, a, a classroom educator. I used to uh, work in an ES classroom um, at Lincoln Middle School in Lancaster. And I remember how difficult it was to get our students to engage back into school after, you know, school just randomly shut down and we didn't have any answers for them. Yes. And I think, you know, a lot of our educators, as well as our parents, were like in this really like weird space of just turmoil and confusion. And um, that's kind of where BlackRight came from. I wanted to find a way to re-engage some of my students. And it was during the winter time. So back when I was a kid, you know, we used to be shoveling up snow during the winter time trying to get a bag. <laughs> and now we wanted to do the same thing. So I, I found some kids that I work with. I'm like, yo, would you be down to help me out? We get out there, we shovel up a, a, a few things. And now we got city residents like, hey, take this 20 bucks. And this kid's like, wait, wait, what? Really? Yeah. And I'm like, yes, exactly. And you deserve that, you know? So it, it went from from shoveling up snow and it turned into this, you know, full-fledged litter removal program um, that has been funded for the city for about a year and a half now. And eventually, you know, we shot our shot for this, the Neighborhood Art Project grant program. Um, and, and we're blessed with, with the opportunity to win this grant. It was a, a, about a year and a half worth of, you know, professional development from the city, a lot of learning a lot about the resources available to us to have nothing to do with creativity. But the information was so pivotal for us to grow into so many other um, other facets. So, you know, uh, basically the culmination of the project is, is, is coming is coming to an end and it'll end with an art installation at the Franklin and Marshall College here in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Um, it opens up. And on January 24th, um, reception is February 9th. So if any of you guys are in the Lancaster area that are listening to this, please come check us out. It's an amazing exhibit of five different artists and their displays to represent the neighborhoods in Lancaster City and afar. Um, and, and I'm blessed enough to be able to, you know, uh, represent not just myself, but represent my community and the Artivist Corps. Um, so that that is the 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 company of mentors and creatives that we built over the last couple of years. So hmm. we definitely appreciate the opportunity. And Dominique, it's honestly extraordinary just to hear 
how you are making a positive difference within the community and really trying to establish peace. You talked a little bit about your story and how you dealt with abuse and things of that nature. How did you overcome those things to have a peaceful perspective and peaceful work? All right. So I'm gonna hit you with this one quote. Right. You know, um, uh, and, and I don't know who actually says it, but I'm a big Nipsey Hussle fan. So I always see him say it on social media. Right. Would you rather be uh, at peace with yourself or at war with the world at, or at war with yourself and at peace with the world? Hmm. Um, and, and that quote sticks with me because at the end of the day, you can't make everybody happy. Right. Um, and sometimes when you are making everybody happy, you're not making yourself happy. So I've been very intentional on, 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 you know, meditating and finding the balance in between, you know, what am I passionate about and what are the things that I need to do to be the best man that I can be? I got two sons as well. Josh has two sons that are the same age as me and are as my sons. And, you know, it, it's difficult out here being a man of color, a parent. And a community leader, you know, um, carrying all these different hats and weight is hard sometimes. But all we got to do is remember our why. Um, my good friend, Tyrion Mack, uh, he he has this song called Heavy Heart. And in the song, it says uh, the best art is made with a heavy heart. Hmm. So at the end of the day, as long as we can create our way out of it, yeah. I think anything is is possible. You 100%. know, it's a new renaissance going on around here. So yeah. we want to utilize that and, and build build momentum as we go. Yeah. And honestly, like to build on that purpose, right? Like Dom has deal with everything that he's dealt with. And on my end, like I got shot when I was 17. So wow, that was like a huge shift, eye-opening, um, self-awareness um, point in my life where everything now from now moving on is we're living off extra time. We're living off borrowed time. So when we have, when we're tapped into that awareness, every move matters. Hmm. Um, there's, you can't waste any more time because what we have to pay homage to our ancestors. We have to pay homage to our parents, to our grandparents for all the labor that they went through for us to even be at this point. Like my mom traveled from Dominican Republic to the Bronx with me in her stomach just to make sure that I had an opportunity. Mm -hmm. um, so I forever owe her the world. And I'm on the phone with her every day saying, Mom, I appreciate you. I love you. Thank you. Because I, I don't want her to ever forget. So when you're tapped into that self-awareness, every move matters. Um, purpose is, is, all, is, is the foundation of it all. Um, our why. We have kids. Like, we want to build a future for our kids so that they can strive and be successful in mm. and not have to question their identity. Mm. You know what I mean? Because right now we're in a place where identity is being questioned all over the place. And we have to we have to strap our kids up with armor, spiritual armor, physical armor, mental armor, like because right now it's. It's a rat race, and we have to. You know what I mean? We gotta <laughs> win. Yeah, he give y'all too many gems. Y'all gotta, y'all gotta, y'all gotta follow us on social media or something. Coming to the nah, you ain't about to give give them all. I'm, all I'm all loving it. I'm loving it. Now and, Josh is a poet as well. So yes. we got this, this uh, poetry collective called Nobody's Pen. Yeah, and it's about um six to eight of us from poets from all over the country. You know, um from Baltimore, from New York, from Lancaster. But this dude is the most slept on pen that I know. And that was all off the top. He ain't write none of that down. Like he just give y'all the gems. So, you know, like 
this dude's changed my life. And I'm, and I, I will say this too, you know, just to answer your question a little bit further, you know, you are the five people you spend the most time around. Yep. So if you can't change your people, change your people and find somebody that you believe in. Follow people that don't need to just be the spokesperson that just just speak with their actions. Yeah. They listen with their heart. Those are the that's what Martin Luther King was teaching us the whole time. Yep. You know, get around folks like that. And if you can't find those folks, be that person yep. What that impact. do? Yep. You know, what I mean? straight up. And yo, intentionally about Martin Luther King, bro, my son. He's in Martin Luther King Elementary. Like that yes. was in, that was an intentional move. Yeah. Like you could have put him in a private school. You could have put him in a in whatever school around here. But I was like, nah. When you step into this building, you see a a portrait of Martin Luther King, just in in thought, mm -hmm. right? I have the same one in my crib of Bob Marley in the same stance, mm -hmm. right? Look at the lineage. Yeah, that's crazy. Right? So it's legacy, legacy. It's legacy, bro. So I put them in there intentionally because it's like, yo, son, you need to know who your people are. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to put you in another school where you're going to get lost in the sauce yeah. and not know who you are. Let me ask you, I don't know if I ever told you this, Josh, but I got a lot of, you know, family members that went to that school growing yeah. up and it used to be called Higby. Yeah. Until it got changed to Martin Luther King. And a lot of people in Lancaster, even the area don't really know this, but that school, you know, there's a lot of schools that are named after Martin Luther King, yeah. and I can't speak for the other ones. Right. But that school was yes. dedicated by Coretta Scott King um, after he passed, which I think is incredible. You know, that's an incredible story that a lot of people don't know. The yeah. one specifically um, and, in Lancaster. Yeah, the yeah. one in Lancaster. Yep. Yeah. And we recently, shout out to the African-American Cultural Alliance here in Lancaster. Um, they recently got a statue dedicated right in front of that school of Harriet Tubman. And it is fire. So that's wow. two major leaders in, in, in the history of, you know, African-American culture that have statues in our city. One being Harriet Tubman right there in front of um, in front of Martin Luther King Elementary School. And another one being, you know, the most famous Lanc Lancastrian, Barney Ewell, yep, um, right downtown. So it's really, really cool to be able to be in those spaces um, and sharing sharing the space with those folks, you know, mm. um, and just being reminded and being able to show show our kids the history of of, of these amazing people. Yes, wow! Before we go, I want to hear some of your work, Dominique. If you could share okay. one of your spoken word pieces with us. Okay, sweet. So, if you like what you hear, you could follow me at Sir Dominique Jordan on Instagram. Follow me on Facebook, whatever that might be. Um, I have a, a, a project that just dropped on all streaming platforms on New Year's Eve called The Prolific One. So please check that out. And this poem that I'm going to spit for you is a combination of two. One of them being on a, a project that dropped last year um, that I narrated for my good brother, So True. Um, and the second one being a, a, a spoken word poem that was on the, the project I just dropped. So yep. here it goes. Can't describe the pressure I'd be putting on myself but on purpose for a purpose, because deep down I know it's worth it. See, on the surface may seem redundant, but the work is never finished until the non-believers stop feeling the heat of the furnace. Burning away the potential of the self-conscious and the nervous, if I can move a mountain in service of my people, do what the haters do shouldn't concern us. You see, to hurt us, they rather honor us for dancing around in a circus, but it's our duty to our future peoples to preserve us. See, as a youngin' in the classroom, I just wanted to teach. As a pupil in the pew, I just wanted to preach. As a player on the field, I couldn't help but to coach because deep down inside, I knew the only way to actually win that life was based on our approach. So 
What will we do with the misinformation that's vital to our detriment? How will we combat miseducation that prevents our very betterment? Switch the culture, change the narrative with the tools we have left, inspire the masses with our gifts and manifest a whole lot more than they expect. You see, we need air to breathe. We need the next generation to believe. We need oxygen released by trees, so why not plant a seed today? So tomorrow, our souls are at peace. You see, my hypothetical future is dependent upon prophetic proverbs. Not written, but hidden beneath the pastures and synapses of a prolific proprietor with unsurpassed potential to script a paragraph of progressive proportions. In other words, I'm a wizard with words that worldly ways can never measure. Though while I tend to struggle with the sever of chains, these scissors they supplied in as sharp as the stains of blood, sweat, tears, yet I remain composed. My brother Jazz White asked me about capturing B-roll. Do you eat goat? <laughs> he was astonished by what he was told with the same cadence and flow. I let him know that I don't eat goat. I be goat. Despite the foul stuff they do to my people, treat us as if we're unequal, I sink free throws for the dub. They asked me on the daily how I do it all. It's because practice don't make perfect. Perfect practice ain't worth the nerves and lashes of slave master, but after all, unnecessary authoritative torture terminates. The totality of the trauma kind of sort of pushes us past pole vaulting for their valuables. Volumes we've traveled so valiantly saddled on the actualization of fighting these battles with demons. It's treason, but please believe me, I'm better than my worst moment. I dare you to doubt me. The prolific one. Thank y'all so wow. much. We've been speaking with Sir Dominique Jordan, spoken word and hip hop artist, and Joshua Beltre, engagement specialist of the arts for the city of Lancaster, musician and spoken word artist. Learn more about today's topics at WITF.org slash The Spark or make your suggestions for The Spark at WITF.org. I'm Anaya Falcon. Have yourself a great day.